This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We have been talking, as you know, about COVID-19, the spread of the virus, and many of the measures put in place to stop the spread of the virus. Well, my next guest has been on the program many, many times, but we are usually talking about something law-related, impaired driving-related. The last time we spoke, it was about uh, the suit drive for women, for female law students. That has been put on hold. Uh, And lawyer Kyla Lee is with us again. Kyla, thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, You tweeted out, uh, we knew you were in self-isolation because you had recently traveled to the States. Uh, You came home, followed the rules, as uh, we've been told uh, over and over the past few days, went into self-isolation. But uh, unfortunately, uh, you've now been told you are likely or you are a presumptive case of COVID-19. Yes, I um, developed after a couple days after I was in isolation a really bad cough that got worse. I started to get chest pains and then a fever. And so I booked a, a cloud uh, doctor's appointment and virtually saw a doctor through my cell phone. And uh, <clears throat> she told me yesterday that basically, yeah, you have COVID-19. Just take take it easy. <laughs> uh, so how are you feeling? Um, I'm mostly fine other than this horrible cough and the, the chest pain. And, you know, after hearing that, a little bit of increased anxiety. Um, I've had to stop reading the news stories as much about it to try and calm my mind. <laughs> That's probably a good thing, uh, for sure. Um, you did follow all the rules, though, and you, you had the, the virtual doctor's appointment. So so just so people know, the, your case then, even though the doctor has said yes, given where you traveled and the symptoms you have now, your case won't actually be counted, though, as one of BC's cases. No, they're only counting the confirmed cases. So cases like mine, and there's likely lots of people in my situation, are just being told to self-quarantine and to stay away from the hospital unless um, you demonstrate a certain type of breathing, which the doctor showed for me on video, which would indicate uh, a serious problem. And did the doctor give you any indication, given the severity of your symptoms, how long you'll actually feel this way? No. um, She basically said uh, to stay in quarantine, so not even go, you know, six feet from from any other people, not to walk my dog or anything like that for um, 14 days from the onset of symptoms. Uh, She said that the cough may linger after that, but if it's been 14 days from the onset of the fever and everything, that I should be, I should be good to go out and be in the world again. So because you don't get a test for this uh, to to confirm it that way, uh, because we're hearing then for, for people that are getting tested, they have to have two negative tests to be cleared and to be considered then recovered. So you, you won't get that either. You just have to kind of wait. Yes, and just wait and, um, you know, make smart choices. Obviously, our our office is shutting down and, and the courts are shut down. So thankfully, the type of work that I do won't require me to be interacting with the public for quite some time um, before uh, before things pick up again. So I, I won't pose a risk if I'm going out um, before anything. I don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> exactly. I feel bad. I can hear you coughing. So I don't want to put even more stress on your system. But I was reading 
evening, you tweeted this out, and I think it's good. I know you you debated whether or not to put that information out there, but I think it is uh, good, and I'm, I'm I'm happy that you did, just so people can learn a bit more about this and know that it is something like the doctors have been saying. Most people have mild symptoms. Uh, you did tweet though that you had chest pains that were quite bad. It was difficult to sleep, but we can hear you with the cough, uh, and you have to keep moving around. Is that what doctors told you, or the doctor uh, in your consult said to to keep moving around to make sure things don't get worse? Um, it was actually my sister who's a nurse. Um, she said to keep moving around because the more that you're moving and, and breathing, the less likely it is that a pneumonia is going to settle in. And that's where the complication from the COVID-19 is coming from, is people getting these pneumonias that end up um, causing them to die or causing them to have serious serious illness. So just um, making sure to pace around my house while I'm on the phone and um, while I'm doing my work, I'm, you know, wandering around my yard with my dog and that's about all I can do. (laughs) Uh, Do you know then, and I know the doctor said given where you had traveled and your symptoms, that's why you, you are a presumptive case. Do you know exactly where you were exposed to it? I would imagine it was somewhere uh, in the airport, just based on the amount of time it typically takes for people to display symptoms um, in the airport on my way to the United States. So either the Vancouver airport or I had a layover in Chicago. Um, So likely one of those two places. And at the time, uh, were you doing things following the the procedures as far as hand washing and being even more alert of of, uh, the situation? Oh, absolutely. I was washing my hands. I was, you know, trying not to, you know, go too close to other people. Um, I'm generally an introvert anyway, so, you know, staying by myself. And I was traveling alone into the United States, so I didn't have any travel companions or anything uh, as well. So I was doing my best. <laughs> and I guess that goes to show it's just, I mean, we're, we're all trying to do those things now, but especially when you're flying and, and granted people aren't doing that now, which is good, but you probably noticed it too. It's very difficult difficult to socially distance when you're on an airplane. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I had a person that was sitting next to me on the plane that was talking to me during the flight. And, you know, the plane itself is not exactly the cleanest place. Um, You know, airports, again, people are touching all sorts of things and you can't help but touch things in the airport. So it only takes, you know, one little tiny piece of bacteria for, for the infection to get into your body. Uh, do you need anything? I know some people have been reaching out to, on Twitter wanting to know, like you just said, you can't leave your place. You can't go out to walk your dog. Have you been able to secure, uh, you have enough food or you're going to be okay for the rest of the quarantine? Yes, I'll be fine. And I really appreciate everybody who's been reaching out. It's been really, really kind um, for all those people to, to offer to help me. But I've got enough food. Um, I've got uh, enough Netflix to keep me entertained. I've got work. Um, and I have um, uh, some people who've been dropping a few necessities off on my doorstep and then me coming out after they leave and picking them up. So I'm good. All right. Well, get better. And we really appreciate uh, you taking the time uh, to talk to us uh, about this. Uh, so stay safe. Stay as well as you can, get better, and we look forward to talking to you when you're all healthy again. Okay, thank you.